Hey guys, it is I, Casper, hailing all the way from Massachusetts with some questions and some stories about what it's like being a teacher in today's classrooms and what it was like being a student in the classrooms of the past, you know, growing up in the 80s or the 90s or even earlier, 70s and 60s even. Um, I want to know what your experiences are like or were like being on both ends, either as, well, both as a student and or as an instructor. Um, You'll notice me say instructor and teacher at the same time because, well, in public schools, you say teacher, instructors, you hear that in like college classrooms or when you're at like local training centers for the blind or schools for the deaf, you'll hear them say you're instructor for ASL or you're instructor for Braille. We don't necessarily like in both of those environments, the word teacher is kind of gone. It's an unspoken rule and it's not for anything bad. It's just the way it is. Uh, like your instructor for Braille or your orientation and mobility instructor is waiting for you or something like that. I rarely heard anybody say your Braille teacher or your O&M teacher is outside. Uh, something like that. No. Um, so I have a couple of questions for y'all. What is it like being a teacher in today's classroom? Or what was it like? If you retired or something, you can send me an email. I want to use, I want you guys to send it in like an audio recording because I want to attach it to the next episode with your permission so that it can catch people up on what I was last talking about and get some thoughts and ideas. Because I'm hearing all these crazy things about students putting their hands on teachers and vice versa. I don't know, but it's a pretty vicious cycle. And I hope you guys like that intro song only available to those on Anchor called Small Town Boy. I heard it in Starbucks. And so I asked Siri to tell me what song that was. And so it did. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like uh, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again casu305 at Outlook.com. So, guys, gals, adults, and kiddults, today we are lacking a lot of teachers all across and one reason is because one of the many reasons why we don't have a lot of teachers in our schools is one thing they don't pay the teachers enough actually I'll combine both of the reasons that I can see 
clearly. One one of it is they don't pay the teachers enough to deal with these disrespectful little kids. And so that's reasons one and two put together. And I could not say that I would I would never be a teacher in the in the uh, public school system or even the private school sector like um system at all. These kids are just outrageous like their parents I'm just, I'm going to blame all of this horrible behavior and horrible attitude on their parents cuz I guess growing up in the 90s, yes, we had our issues as kids and they probably thought we were horrible back then, but looking at them now the freaking 2000s kids are just absolutely horrible and i think i would definitely back these facts with some hardcore evidence if there's an incident online or a story going on about this kid in baltimore baltimore who punched her teacher in the face and she was battling cancer or beat it or something she beat cancer and she came back to teach and i guess on her first day back from teaching she punched the teacher in the face and the teacher didn't react at all and was still trying to figure out what the heck was going on and there's another one where the teacher beat the student up i guess because the student was being really disrespectful and i guess the student jumped on him first and now there's all this stuff where there's kids calling teachers names yeah, I know that's been going on forever, but this is a whole new generation of like absolutely disrespectfulness at its finest. Especially seeing how there's social media and people can record it now. It's that much more. It's all like completely magnified and it's easy to spot these things. Back then, I guess growing up in the 90s with you know, Boston Public Schools and stuff like that. Stories like that took a while to spread and it took physical witnesses to see that it was really absolutely happening. It required real feel like physical evidence. We didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Twitter, we didn't have MySpace, not until probably 2005, even then. Um, not many people had access to webcams and stuff like that or camera phones to record these stupid things happening now everybody pretty much lives on facebook not saying i don't i utilize social media as well but i use it differently the way you know the way that i feel it's useful to be you know usable for um being used um but I couldn't see myself teaching kids, well like I wouldn't say normal kids, but I could not see myself teaching in the Boston public or any public school system at all. I would need for my students to be completely respectful to me as they would want us to be respectful to them. Um, and that, and that means that's never going to happen pretty much. I am never going to teach in the public school system. Anything closest to teaching I have I'm I've come to is teaching technology for the blind and visually impaired and the deaf blind and accompanying many other disabilities. The only time the only reason why I can teach those particular categories is because everybody who 
comes to the classes are wanting to learn. They're not a bunch of kids from whoever knows where coming in because they have to come in or because their parents won't let them stay at home. These are adults that are willing to learn. I'm only, I'm only going to deal with people who are willing to learn that will also put in the effort to practice what's been taught in the classroom out in their life like the you know apply what they've learned outside of class those are my only that's my only group of students that I could teach I can't teach kids or people that are being forced to come anywhere because I'm not going to put up with any of the disrespectfulness I'm gonna tell them to get the hell out of my class and don't come back inside of here again straight up so I mean when I was a kid growing up in the 90s and going to school I was on an IEP and I had a bunch of other students that were also on IEPs in class too. There were some that were battling different situations. Some, most of the kids there had like emotional issues, like emotional difficulties and learning disabilities of some sort, something of that nature as to why they would be on an IEP and me just living with blindness and being on an IEP, I probably should have been at a school for the blind instead, because there was no learning disability, nothing going on, no emotional issues. It was just blindness and hearing loss. And I think that it would have been a best fit to be at a school for the blind, whereas blindness was the only physical disability while everything else was perfectly fine you know there were no neurological disorders no nothing no psychiatric issues um so apparently just growing up feeling like I was in a very wrong environment so to any kid out there that's in the public school system that's just simply living with blindness and or just hearing and hearing hard of hearing and they just got lumped into a random classroom full of students on IEPs going crazy and just realize you can advocate for yourself and tell them that you want to go to a school that specializes in your disability and not just get thrown into a lump Um, at the time I was not aware of those resources available that could have been available to me but had I known if I had gone back I would have definitely said send me to Perkins I don't want BPS I don't want Boston Public Schools Uh, I would have said, just send me to Perkins and call it a day. I would have spent the rest of my uh, academic experience at Perkins tailored to my needs and not just like a wide range of this is what we think is going on. I needed something that knew what was going on. So that was my situation. I didn't have time to be disrespectful to my teachers. with an occasion, we'll have like some disagreements, some very, very vocal disagreements indeed, but it was never ever to a point where I had enough time and energy to be disrespectful to my instructors because I had my own things to worry about. I had to make sure I caught up with the schoolwork and was maintaining a high grade level. I didn't have any time to disrespect my classmates or my teachers. But there were times where I was provoked and it led to a reaction. And it was a reaction that was totally warranted. So 
nothing was done without reason. I always had a reason why I said or did what I did and most likely would remain unapologetic afterwards, period. So now you've got kids thinking they can walk up to your walk up to the teachers who spent years in in grad school preparing to teach horrible people like that just walk up to the teachers and punch them and hit them and spit in their faces and a majority of our good instructors or teachers have retired um, because of exactly those type of things I'm still in contact with two of my instructors from when I was in grade school. One was a speech therapist and the other was just a reading instructor from way back in the days of going to school in Boston. Um, And they retired mainly, the main reason is obviously because the kids nowadays are just ridiculously out of control. They have no structure anymore, or I guess they've been lost the structure. We just didn't see it until social media came and put it out there. Um, so they retired because the kids are crazy and they have no respect and because they're of old age and I don't think they have enough energy to waste on these kids who aren't going to make good examples of what was taught. So... I don't blame them for wanting to save their energy and not waste it on these kids. I would agree to just like stay at home and retire and enjoy my time and just only stick with good memories of what it used to be like to be a teacher and have kids have some sort of understanding of what was going on and not just be ruled by social media and ridiculousness. I don't know. I would say, I don't know what I would do if I were to become an instructor, I mean, keep saying, a teacher for the, for public schools or private schools, no, Mm -mm, I'm sorry, I don't think so, like I said, I would only teach adults and teenagers and only a group of people that are willing to learn. And this is why I went into teaching assistive technology for the blind and visually impaired and the deaf blind and so forth because these are people who want to learn. I only want to deal with people that are motivated. Anybody that's not motivated and they're going to come on some whole different agenda to be disrespectful, get the hell out of my class, get the hell out of my face. You're not wasting my energy. In fact, make sure they never come back again. No ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care if they were in a bad mood. Don't bring that shit up in this classroom. Straight up. Leave that right on the outside of the classroom door. Don't come inside here with that shit. Um, Because I can't. I just, I can't. I don't have any tolerance for it. I just don't. The energy that I'm using to teach is strictly to teach those who are motivated and are interested in making their skills, improving their skills with the assistive technology that I am proficient enough to teach out of. So my group of students are motivated students, people who want to learn. I've come across a couple of folks who were not necessarily motivated, but they came with a whole different agenda. And that agenda consisted of arguing and pushing people around. And that was immediately short-lived. Uh, with a very vocal discussion 
indoors and outdoors. Um, and I put that to an end immediately, cut it down like ASAP, yo. Not coming to my class being disrespectful. So, and you're not going to call my phone neither with any of that too. So, <laughs> I just had to make it real clear what was going to happen, what was not going to happen. So, to be a teacher in today's age, you'd have to have like superhero or like supernatural like the level of patience that is like at unusually in abundance more than any normal human being can have because I don't have it for unmotivated folks and especially really really disrespectful students that just come out and put their hands on people or say whatever they want. They could take that home to their parents or their guardians, but never is that going to be in existence in my classroom or classrooms at all. So there is my spiel on my past experience growing up in the 90s in public schools and or and also what is happening in classes today with schools and teachers being assaulted just for no reason at all. Just randomly you're talking in front of the classroom and the student just comes out and hits you. Oh wow. Or the student once again just lunging at you with all of their, like I don't know, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what the kids are missing these days, but man, couldn't be me. I'm sorry. It could not be me instructing public schools. Like I said, I'm only going to teach motivated people that are wanting to learn it. And that's it. Nothing else. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Share your thoughts. Oh yes, now that I've shared that perspective, um, there's also the teachers that abuse students too. So um, I hope you guys didn't think I forgot about y'all, wherever you are who may be listening that used to hit kids or have been hitting kids and didn't get caught yet. Just know that they probably have hidden cameras inside of your clocks. So you might wanna keep your hands in your pockets or on the chalkboard or whatever it is you're using to display the work now, whether it's through an overhead projector and a computer or a whiteboard with some like really crazy markers that smell crazy, crazy toxic scent expo markers or whatever. Um, I've heard some stories about kids getting abused by teachers and, um, yeah, it is not okay. I know you did not go through all of these years of training and spend lots of money at grad school just to hit kids. Cause one, that's all of your licenses getting shredded and suspended And then you're probably getting sent away to a crazy home or arrested for several years. 
and you're also traumatizing these young people and when they grow up they might be exactly like you abusive manipulative conniving horrible teachers who are monsters so don't think i forgot about y'all those that hit kids those who do it secretly where no one can see and you make the kids look crazy because the kids are reporting it and you're lying you will you will eventually get caught like i said there is social media there are these cameras there's these really cool pieces of technology that you can record things and no one would even know that you're recording it some states prohibit recordings in places massachusetts is one of the states that says recording someone without their permission is illegal but uh, people still do it anyway they don't give a damn but other states say you can record whatever you want but the chances of your phones getting broken because you're doing it without their permission yeah those devices are not protected <laughs> so um, if you are one of those horrible teachers hitting people and getting away with it just know that you're gonna get your karma too um yeah just thought i would put that in there too